0: All right, you all welcome back to the 11th edition of the Diggy A2 season one podcast. Um, I am just having so much fun doing what I'm doing. So you all can see we're gonna get t-shirts out here real soon. We got merch coming out soon. So uh, it's just a blessing, man, from where my idea started with these little pieces of paper right here, the original piece of paper Uh, where this started uh, about 90 days ago to where we are now, just tremendous. And I'm just so blessed and so happy uh, to collaborate with individuals that are like-minded like me, that are out there getting money. But make sure that you all subscribe to the channel if you're a fan of hip hop, if you're a lover of hip hop. Uh, and And as I mentioned, we're focusing on this season. Season one is all about the 80s. And one of the things that I wanna mention in this episode Uh, is the illustrious Two Live Crew. So Two Live Crew, them guys with something else. And I got a special guest on this week. Uh, This special guest, his name is Kyle Babb. And Kyle is from the One Voice radio station that just launched yesterday here in Kansas City, Missouri. And they showcase um, different artists here that are independent trying to get on, trying to get their voices heard. And I have the honor and distinct privilege of introducing Kyle to the show this week. Uh, so Kyle, thank you for joining me, man. You're on live, man. I appreciate you spending time uh, on the Sunday with me, man. So if you could just really quickly introduce yourself to the uh, to the fans. And most importantly, why did you fall in love with hip hop, man?
1: All right, man, my name is Kyle Bab, man. I go by Kyle Ten. I'm up here representative of uh, One Voice Radio, um, vice president so that the, the launch yesterday so people if you got that you know, uh, have a uh, android device go to the play store download one voice radio uh it's dope 24 7 we give a platform for independent artists uh not only just in our region but nationwide so if you know somebody in another state that has music uh be kind to share it. you know let us know hit us up on facebook one voice radio uh we've been doing a thing well uh and you know um where I fell in love with hip-hop, man, is um, the, the, the process into it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you the right is challenging. You know, what make you think that at that moment? What, where's these metaphors and similes and how you put it together, the wordplay, how you get that to rhyme? You know, you look at Eminem and how he can make words that shouldn't rhyme rhyme. And you look at where hip-hop has started and to where it has evolved now you know what I'm saying, that the, the elevation in the process, you know, I, I'm, I've i really been intrigued the whole time. Um, you know, I've done it for, you know, I've done it, you know, just uh, done my part in hip hop, uh, either if it was just writing or playing a verse here and there. But yeah. you know, it's like, uh, just, you you get to see different, uh, it's, it's, it's an art and you know saying, when you work with a, uh, art you work with different mediums. You know, like if you paint a picture picture you're using either watercolor or oil or whatever medium. Or if you uh if you drawing you may use uh a lead pencil or uh, you know you may use uh color pencils or chalk or pastels or something. It's everybody's got a different approach in this full body of work. You know, it, it's the culture and uh to see it all blend together, it's, it's
0: just beautiful. It is, it is. And and what I will say is it's also beautiful having you being a guest on my podcast, man. So I am, am. blessed and humbled, man. Like, real talk, man. We were able to talk earlier this week uh, and just through, through connections and with the One Voice Radio. If you guys didn't know, um, had the launch event yesterday. Today is July 12th. The launch event was July 11th uh where they had a launch uh party uh me and Jess were able to go out there and just kick it with the entire crew and, and mesh and it was an awesome event man so shout out to you guys and we're gonna get to that here a little bit later but we're gonna talk about the two live crew you guys oh, so yeah. <laughs> I'm shaking my head even thinking about two live crew man let me get a sip of my Hennessy real quick hold on before I uh- See, hey, you on the right way right there. See, I need Man, to- I mean, cause I tell out. you my dude, like Two Live Crew, these guys were, okay, so a little bit of history. I'm gonna show the accolades real quick. Two Live Crew was originally from California. They migrated to Miami through Luther Campbell. When Luther Campbell heard the sound, said, yo, I like you guys. I'm gonna sign you to my label, which was Lou Skywalker uh, Records at the time. But then he had to remove the name because of the uh, lawsuit with George Lucas. He lost the lawsuit, so he had to change his name. Yeah uh but with that all being said uh the two live crew is had a dj named mr mix now mr mix is responsible as the godfather of the miami bass sound so i grew up in atlanta georgia as you all can see uh you know which is in close proximity of well not really close we'll say a few hundred miles uh from miami but In Atlanta, we adopted a little bit of the Atlanta bass sound based off of the Miami bass sound a little bit. So a little bit different. You put a little bit more soul and and R&B into it. But if it wasn't for the Miami bass sound, Atlanta wouldn't have their bass music as well. So it kind of blends in regards to that. But lots of accolades for the 2 Live crews. So one of the things I do want to mention as their biggest accolade is they are the first Southern hip-hop group, Kyle, to have a platinum album their album uh that was called uh nasty as they want to be is the first southern hip-hop album to be multi-platinum so they will get my respect in regards to that and luther campbell won the i am hip-hop award uh back in 2017 because of his contributions to hip-hop so with all that being said um i'm gonna pass the mic to you here in a second here kyle i want to get your opinion about this when we talk about two live crew do you think they are dance music or are they hip-hop how would you categorize their music or their style or their musicianship
1: like it goes back to what i was just saying earlier it's like when you think of art as different mediums. um his was a different approach uh more the dance part It's it's a dance part of hip-hop um i don't think that it was more of the like he didn't have the wordplay like some of like rakim or Eric B or anybody like that. He was a person, you know, it hit Luke, Luke and uh Uncle Luke and Two Live Crew had that music that like, you know, what I'm saying for parties. You know what I'm saying? That that's just got you at your at your seat and shaking something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you think
1: about it like, you know what I'm saying, like um, you know, I, I would say if if it was if it was technical, it, it wouldn't be so much as a uh, hip hop, it would be more like rap. Okay. Rap is not, you know, is is not more lyrical based and, and more making you think more. It's, it's a it's a more simplistic approach okay. to the rhyming methods. You know what I'm saying? When you when you try to break it down, so he he was more of like uh, a rap dance kind of a that was a rap dance kind of a, a, a kind of a group. I'm not looking to I'm not when I when I want to listen to Luke. I'm not trying to like learn you know saying get knowledge dropped on me. <laughs> you
0: know,
1: I mean, Yeah. It's, it's masses shaking around me or something. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. That's what it is. It's just like the same as if you look at it like uh like Lil John and the East Side Boys, you know yeah. party music. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what it is. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna look at Lil John and tell me, you know, uh, you know, to drop some knowledge for me's conspiracy theories and the history. You know, I'm not expecting that from him. I'm not going to look for it from him. Right. Like what what Luke has done. You know, what I'm saying as far as like the the, the evolution of hip hop, he he's a staple in it. And yeah, he he's. Uh, I think that like what he's done is is what what laid you know what I'm saying uh laid the path for people in later generations in hip hop and rap uh, to, to advance, you know, he has to take sacrifices and go through things. So people, other people will be able to benefit it. They'll have knowledge from it and, and grow and not learn from what he ran into.
0: Yeah. And what, and when you speak about the sacrifice, um, so lots of times Luke does not get the credit he deserves. And I'll be the first one to admit it myself. I, I, when I was growing up in Atlanta, Georgia in the nineties, um, I was not a fan of Miami-based music. I wasn't even a fan of Atlanta-based music because I was more into East Coast hip-hop, you know, the Wu-Tang Clan, Tribe Called Quest, yeah. and uh, De La Soul, and uh, you know, all the other, other, you know, Nas and all the East Coast things that were coming out. I wasn't really interested in that, but what I, you know, as a young kid, I, I didn't realize how much of an impact he had because if Luke doesn't win that court case in 1990, uh, about censorship, and we talked about this off off air um, about yeah. the First Amendment rights of freedom of speech. Because because nasty as they want to be, if you guys you go tell t- you'll know, go you know roll back the tape and look, that was the very first hip hop album that was censored, which means that was the very first hip hop album that you could get arrested for selling that particular album at your store, right? So uh people were getting arrested in Miami for selling the album, and it was underground. And Luke was like, "Yo, I'm trying to make this album, you know, for adults, not for the kids." and got caught up in it and without him making that sacrifice without him winning that court case i don't know what hip-hop would look like in 2020 because you would not have the freedom to say what you want to say if he doesn't win that court case so i'm passing mic back to you kyle on this one man so you talk about his impact um his impact to me is solidified in hip-hop just because of that it may not be more of what he had to say or his videos but what is your opinion on that? If he doesn't win that court case, man, hip hop is not hip hop. You know, just just a- at all. So what do you what do you think it, about that? You know what?
1: It will be watered down, it'll be too clean. People can are are you will I think it'd still be a challenge. It would still be some good content. I'm saying like you you know like think about it like people like uh, you know, Will Smith and other people who had like some pretty decent rap careers who didn't curse at all in Iran. Right. Uh, so you you know it, I think hip hop was still kind of found his work his way around. I think what Luke did was, uh, you know, he went to to the Supreme Court and fought that, one that. So people can can be unfiltered; they can really express themselves. You know yeah. that that's what the freedom of speech is for. The First Amendment is is our right to say whatever the fuck we want to. Yep. I no. Mean, hey, and him fighting for that, it was it was just. Like whenever some people, whatever you wanted to be, at the end of the day, when you said an expletive on your album, and you know, he fought for that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and to go to your point, I think hip hop would look a lot different, um, would definitely feel a lot different, but one of the things I wanna get back to really quickly is the sound. Let's talk about his, his sound, his his yeah. style of music, right? The the Miami bass, the 808 drums, that's hitting you hard in your face, you know what I mean? So. Uh, without the sound of my uh, the Miami bass coming out of uh, out of the of the South and a lot of things that I forget, you know, and I mind you, I'm from Atlanta, so I don't I don't I didn't I didn't give you know Luke the the accolades that he should have received because without Luke, there wouldn't be no Outkast, there would be no Ti, there would be uh, none of the major hip hop ludicrous and the major hip hop artists that came from Atlanta without Luke setting the foundation for Southern hip hop artists to be taken seriously. Uh, but what I want to mention is. What about the sound? What is what is it? What is one of the first things that you noticed uh, when you heard the, the the Miami-based sound? How did that resonate with you when you first heard that?
1: You know, it was something new. It was something different. You know, what I'm saying you you like you hear so much of uh, the, uh, the East Coast, New York-based hip hop of Queens, Best style You know that, that whole East Coast music, and you hear the West Coast. And you know, they got their whole sound. right? But you know, when you hear down south sound, you hear those 808s, you hear that kind of song, you be like, wow, this is something different. You kind of gravitate to, to it, you know, because it's kind of kind of got an upbeat tempo and it's got you moving, you know what I'm saying? You looking around, it's got other people moving. Yeah. Um, Those, just the 808, the whole drum kit, you know what I'm saying? You get that going, you put it in the right sequence, and right you know right tempo and you got people just dancing the whole south is pretty they live off the 808s
0: yeah 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 yeah. no doubt man no doubt and, and i I'm, I'm a big fan no <laughs> later in my years right i got i got more to be a fan of and appreciative of that but early on it's like ah, no not really i'm more into the boom bap you know kind of sort of as opposed yeah. to eight o eights that hard the hard baseline the hard drum kicks um but now you know translating that music now into 2020 so here's what I want to get your opinion about this so do you think the two live crew would have been as famous as they were in 1989 as they would be in 2020 and what I mean by that is do you think their music would translate into today's time what do you what do you think about that I think it
1: probably would okay what's what's different from the music that we hear today that differs from what they were saying? then right, it's, shake your ass <laughs> <laughs> pretty much that's what it is same I mean, thing right yeah <laughs> we can sum it up to two words shake shake shaking an ass and that's what pretty much what it is uh if you want to go to a club you play that that's something that's, that this sounds bopping you know the, the it's the 808 drones get the people dancing that's my jam they out there yeah um, you know what I'm saying it's like the the rhyming schemes is not so complex. If you listen to some of the some of the guys in the newer generation is is very they 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 not really dropping bars bars. Yeah. It, it's something simple and something catchy and they throw a lot of auto tune in. It. They probably two live crew probably won't have auto tune, but yeah. you know the you know that's that's pretty much music now. I mean yeah it it
0: is it is real, and real hip, hip yeah.
1: hop is coming back, I feel like it's really coming back strong
0: I, I i would hope so um, I think that the older generation is 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 critical of the of the new kids coming up, and it's only because uh we're so stuck in our way, we're so used to seeing originality, and to me it sounds like all the music is kind of st- sounding the same. Uh, but I think Luke and Two Live Crew definitely solidified themselves with music, and they don't look like or they don't sound like anything else that has come up. Not even right. let's see, I've done 11 shows so far, and Two Live Crew. When you all go back and listen to "Nasty as They Wanna Be," that does not sound like anything else that I've covered so far in this entire season because they were nasty, they were raunchy, and it was successful. Right? It's kind of like it's kind of like kind of like my equivalent of like musical porn like you know what I mean it's taboo you don't really speak about it but people still want to they still want to see it right you know what I mean like you still want to you know look up on your day, look at your, your dad's playboy magazines or whatever you know what I mean because you're so drawn to it uh and it was kind of the same thing like you know what I mean like you couldn't really get access to it so you they put the sticker on there so if you're under, under I think it was under 17 and below you couldn't buy any of that music that had that that little black sticker on there right so Lou. Campbell is responsible, you guys, for that black sticker. I mean, he has revolutionized how we listen to music, and I think if he does not win that court case in 1990, hip hop will look and feel a lot different uh, than what we have on the radio and, now. And, and, look,
1: and look at it when you when you sum it all up: sex, sales,
0: mm.
1: sales, and and like look at it. Look look at a a, a young kid that's like walking in the record store and. Everybody like, oh, two live crew luke. And then you see the the parental advisory sticker on there. And you can't buy it as a young kid. But well, now you're curious. So like look yeah. at, You gotta sell you got someone who's still gonna buy your album. At that time, they was gonna buy your album, maybe a year or two later, like, man, I, I'm old enough now. I can get that Luke album. I couldn't wait to get it. And then you get it because you know, at, at the time it's like that at that age you know you know at that time that you know in the 90s 80s and 90s you know in early 2000s you were buying cds you was buying cassette tapes and yeah
0: it was it we didn't have streaming platforms that's true that's true and that's the evolution of music evolution of hip-hop and also the evolution of marketing as well too which has changed tremendously uh, yes. you know, from the from the 80s and 90s, you know, selling records, well, what it was, selling 45, selling singles, right? You know, trying to sell singles. And now it's like trying to sell like songs and streaming. So it's it's changed tremendously over time. But, you know, when I talk about Nasty as they want to be the first, you know, Southern triple platinum or double platinum hip hop album, we're talking about 2 million albums. So do you know how hard it was to sell 2 million albums with the things that these guys were saying? like? <laughs> the guy was a genius. He was a he was a forward thinker, and we give credit yes. we, pay, we pay homage to Luke because of that. Because he had a vision, he stuck with it, and and one of the things I like, Kyle, and I get, let you get the last word on this is he didn't um, compromise who he was. You know what I mean? Like he he knew who he was. He knew he wanted to be nasty. He wasn't taking no for an answer. And one of the things that I saw when I do my research this week about uh two live crew is he was on the uh Phil Donahue show, right? <laughs> so he was on the Phil Donahue show, right? And uh yo, like if you guys go back and look at that that video on YouTube, like the people in the audience are stunned. It's like an audience full of white folks, and they like, yo, what in the hell is going on in it here? <laughs> it's so bugged man but it's it's but he's revolutionized and i'm i'm glad that uh that hip-hop went back and you know gave lucas his props with the i am hip-hop award from the bt awards a few years back recognizing what he's what he's done for hip-hop his contributions to hip-hop and it's 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 great to see how we've evolved these changes. you know without luke we wouldn't have like the baby and and uh um, you know, some of the things that, that the bigger hip hop artists now, you know, they're talking yeah. about sexually explicit things, you know what I'm saying? So that would not exist if it wasn't for Luke. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just keeping it real. But Kyle, you know, like what are it, your final thoughts on this?
1: Like, you know, we'll look at it, look, piggyback off that, man. You know, without Luke, you can be a Ying Yang Twins. Yeah. See those little hip hop party songs that you, that you know, that comes on and everybody's out on the dance floor. Like, hey, that's my jam. Yeah. He's done a whole lot, man. Like, you know, going to Donahue. You know, like, hey, he's he went on all on there and he expressed himself. Hey, this is me. I like to yeah. get I like nasty shit that happen. Like cheek shaking. This is what I do. This is what I love. And if you don't like it, you can skip to the next song. Yeah. You know, that's and and that's you should be able to be free to express yourself for who, who you who you are, what you love to do. Hey. He wasn't ashamed of who he is, his personality. He was gonna show it to the world. Hey, I like ass shaking. That's pretty much how I was. And, um, you know, you look at that and that's, you know, probably, uh, you know, whatever outlet that you may choose, you know, saying people may not be into the ass shaking or people may be more into like the more hip hop, but be, don't don't be a, be afraid to express yourself. Yeah. Uh, you know, look at what he does. You know, and he he was successful for
0: doing it. You know, I'm a, I'm just gonna put myself out there. You can hate it or love it. Yeah, and the people loved it, and they and they still love it, right? And they still love it. People still playing Luke records, you know, to this day in 2020, man. But Kyle, we gotta start wrapping things up, my dude. And All and right, and you know what, man? Like just listen to you, man, I I, I really tr- truly appreciate your point of view on this and your knowledge. And you are more than welcome to come back anytime you want to, my brother. You got a free pass. It was an honor for
1: you to have me on here, man. I really appreciate it, man.
0: No doubt, man. So in Diggie A2 fashion, we do shout outs, man. So who do you want to shout out this week, man? Who do you want to see this show and see you on YouTube? uh, Hey man, so like
1: everybody out there on One Voice Radio, uh, whoever follows One Voice Radio, my peoples out there, Kansas City, we 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 out here, man. You know, shout out to uh, you know, Mills, Vita, Jane, uh, legendary black line, Damian Smith. Shout out to my partner in Rap Crown, uh, Gnosis 16. Uh, they slid through yesterday, man. Shout out to them. Shout out to King, to Biggie Love, Brandon, man. Shout out to him, man. Uh, you know, you know, T Ron, uh, man, the whole squad, man, everybody that's that's part of One Voice Radio. Man, it's uh, hey, it's the shout out goes to them, man. It's a family. We come together and we make it work.
0: No yeah. doubt, no doubt, man. And and my shout outs are simple as well. So first I wanna give a shout out to you, Cal. Shout out to One Voice yeah, Radio man. for their event um yesterday that uh, me and Jess were able to be invited to. Uh, awesome event, man. I'll have the link down here on in the description below how you all can connect with One Voice Radio. And One Voice Radio, you guys, is free. So there's no excuse for you not to get on there and support mm-hmm. uh, underground independent artists that are trying to get on there, That are hungry. And if you know anybody that is independent, reach out to me, reach out to Kyle, uh, I put his information out there as well. So, and you know, we want to spread love. We want to make sure, every, like I mentioned, I think I mentioned this earlier, but Everybody has a voice. Everybody has a lane. And there's enough room for all of us to shine, man. I'm, I'm, I'm sure about that. There's enough room for everybody to get on. And my last shout-out is going to go to my brother who was on the show with me last week, who just earned his master's, man, in business administration. Hey. So, Matt, shout-out to you, my dude. I love who you, man. Ran. Thank you for just in ran. them books, man. It's going to pay off homage for you later on. And welcome to the club, my dude, because my master's downstairs, hanging on the wall, oh, man. So I, I appreciate stuff. you, man. But... All right, Kyle. So next week, man, we're doing Salt and Pepper, and we're going to have one of your compadres on here with us, Vita. Uh, so I'm so excited to have Vita on oh, here dude. talking about Salt and Pepper, man. We're going to chop it up, uh, talk about that. And uh, and in all seriousness, man, uh, shout out to you, shout out to your movement, shout out to the fans, and once again, shout out to hip hop. All right, y'all be easy, man. Take it easy. One love.